0: You're listening to a 1FM podcast. It's that time of the week again. I've got Steve on the line. How are you, Steve? Very
1: good, Josh. Thanks very much. And you? Yeah,
0: pretty good. Pretty good. You had a good week?
1: Yeah, not bad. Yeah, going along all right. Things are improving along every day. Every, oh, not every day but most weeks we're getting along all right. I heard you've been to the dentist. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, got to go again. Uh, we're doing this on Thursday. I've got to go again next Tuesday. and Looks like I might be losing a couple of t- Teeth, but that's alright They're causing me pain at the moment So I'd rather lose them than have the pain
1: That's fair call In these days of technology It's not such a bad exercise anyway So yeah. they exercise aren't quite as bad as they used to be So i stood unlike
0: like a must Yeah, I've been avoiding them for long enough But hopefully I'll be able to talk when they're gone I might have to have a week off if I can't talk But we'll wait and see I don't know what's going to happen there But we'll wait and see all right.
1: as long as the pain's gone, Josh that's Yeah the main
0: thing. But anyway, before we start... I I just thought I'd mention last week you did the Supremes. I've watched Dream Girls since then. <laughs> I watched it over the weekend. Interesting. I wasn't really that taken by it, but it was not bad.
1: Not bad. All right. No, well, I haven't seen it. So. About, it was
0: based on them. It wasn't actually. They were called the Dreamers or something in the movie, not the Supremes, but the story was yeah. basically there. It was sort of all original music. I'd rather it just been all Supremes music. That would have worked better for me, but obviously they weren't going. Down
1: that path Okay alright Sometimes they're Act depictions And sometimes They're not and I think Some of these producers all They take a fair bit Of licence with, with the story Yeah but too. it was
0: a, You can see why It would have been Very popular on the stage But yeah, interesting yeah. story But anyway That was last week Who are we talking About this week
1: Well we've got An interesting group This week to talk about An Aussie phenomenon I've written down here The Easy
0: Beats Ah uh, yeah well Everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah you're going Into the famous bands now
1: Yeah well Sometimes I'll go back into obscurity just to surprise people, but I thought I'd do a couple of well-known ones and some that may have faded from the memory, although... I
0: don't I'm think the easy beats are going to fade from the memory, but...
1: Uh, probably not, but we'll just need to perhaps just try and remember some of the good stuff that they uh, had. And an interesting story anyway, which has been on TV in a telly movie type form, so I think people would have some familiarity with their story.
0: Yep, here we go.
1: Oh, well, let's go. Now, as people do probably know, the members of the Easybeats all came out of the Villawood Micro Hostel in New South Wales. And then the families of these five band members came from different parts of the world. Now, the Easybeats actually had a pretty successful five to six year run, which is pretty good by standards these days. Okay. and they consisted of, of course, Stevie Wright, who was the lead singer, and uh, he was from England, Gordon uh, Snowy Fleet, he was from England also, he was the drummer. George Young, a member of a very famous family, of course, of the ACDC uh, brothers, and he was from Scotland. And then we had the other two fellows, Harry Bander, whose real name, and I'll put this, I'll I'll read this out, Johan Hendrikus Jacob Vandenberg, and the bassist Dick Diamond, whose real name was Benjamin Adrian Henry Banderslide. These fellows got together, and their first gigs were actually in, in late 1964 in Darlinghurst in Sydney. At had a music venue which was actually called Beetle Village in the basement of the Courthouse Hotel, and they quickly began to become one of the city's most popular groups. A fellow by the name of Mike Vaughan, who was pop music entrepreneur, became their manager and got them a contract with Albert Productions which had been established in 1963, and it was one of Australia's first independent record companies. Now, they recorded several songs at 2UW uh, Theatre, which was owned by Albert, on EMI's Parlophone label, and they, re- and they released a song called For My Woman as their first single, and that reached number 33 on the charts. Now, at this stage, I might do their discography, but just to remind people of some of the great songs they had, which they probably already know, just do a bit of a rehash. 1965, For My Woman, oh, this is the Australian chart uh, positions after it, 33, She's So Fine, 3, Wedding Ring 7, and Sad and Lonely and Blue 21, that was in 1965. 66, Women, Make You Feel Alright, the 4, Come and See a 3, Sorry, the number 1, Friday My Mind, which is of course recorded in the UK, we'll do more on that later. It was number 1 in Australia, it was 16 in the US and 6 in the UK. 1967, who will be the one that's 14 in heaven and now you and I spoke Before we came on air Josh And you reminded me of another one Which I had actually forgotten And that was called I'll
0: Make You Happy
1: I'll Make You Happy Which I'll Make You Happy Is not listed on the discography But that was another very good song also now these are the best known ones and But no others After Heaven and Hell Which finished number 8 in six, seven. None of the rest of them Made the top 20 But enough memorable songs there To keep everybody happy So to speak Now their first album Which was called Easy Was 1965 Now that was all original material That was written by the band members Mainly Young and Wright. And their second album It's Too Easy We had all 14 songs Written by Wright and Young They featured both Wedding Ring Which was mentioned And Sad and Lonely and Blue also And along with Women and Coming there. So four, four songs came from that particular album Now so Wright and Young also wrote songs for other artists Including Step Back for Johnny Young in 1966 Which of course became number one Now in early 1966 Vaughan flew to New York City And was actually able to convince United Artists Records to sign the band And after recording a farewell TV special on the Seven Network Called The Easy Beach, for the original The band left for UK on the 10th of July 1966 Now, Albert Productions released an EP shortly after their departure, which reached number one, and a third album, which is called Volume 3, whose lead song, Sorry, reached number one also. All the songs on the album were written, again, by Wright and Young. Now United Artists thought that the band's writing was unsophisticated And eventually the group were teamed with a freelance producer by the name of Shell Talmy T-A-L-M-Y This fellow had great success with The Kings and The Who Who I will be probably doing whatever happened to at some stage during the year Both of those At this stage Banda replaced Wright as Young's songwriting partner now, they recorded Friday on my mind, and the song was actually released on the 14th of October 1966 and reached number six on the US show. Was UK. it released
0: on a Friday?
1: Oh, you'll have to check that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw those curveballs. I have no idea. They well may have. Who knows? Now it reached number six on the UK charts, uh, number one in Australia, as I mentioned earlier, and 13 in Canada, and 16 in the US, sold over a million copies and earned a gold disc. so it was a very successful song. In 1967, they did a follow-up single, which was called Who Will Be The One, and now that was 14 in Australia, but it failed to make the UK charts. Now they returned to Australia in May 67 for a nationwide tour based on, on the back of Pride in My Mind. But the drummer Snowy Fleet, Gordon Snowy Fleet, decided he would quit the band citing homesickness, basically missing his family. They returned to the UK without him and, and recorded several songs including Heaven and Hell with a session drummer called Freddie Smith. Now Heaven and Hell is actually banned by the BBC and had part of a lyrics changed in the US from, I quote, discovering someone else in your Say Two, quote discovering that her love has gone dead obviously there was some of the lyrics were offensive and needless to say it flopped in both countries but it did finish in number eight in australia i think we might have been a bit more forward back in those days by the sound of it Two to the us in uh, august that year and they supported gene pitney they had a new drummer and his name was tony kale from the purple hearts who was a quite a well-known australian group and they recorded a song called falling off the edge of the world that unfortunately didn't chart either Next song, Hello, How Are You, which was released in March 68 after the band had returned to London again, it reached 20 there, but the band felt that the change in the sound alienated its long-term fans, so they sacrificed the sound for popularity in many respects. Now, a song named Good Times, which released as a single from an album, and that was called Vigil. This is an interesting story. It was heard by Paul McCartney, who rang the BBC to request a repeat. Some say Paul McCartney invited the Easy Beats to his house. I don't know what happened there, but obviously it must have been a successful visit, but don't think anything came of it from a promotional point of view. And then they had a B-side of that particular song. It was an instrumental, and it was called Lay Me Down and Die. Unfortunately, that was a flop and only reached number 59 in Australia. I'm not familiar with that song. Now, by late 68, the band and Young young actually becoming extremely self-sufficient in their own right, and they only wished to do a few gigs a month, meant that the band only came together sporadically. So in 1969, they left United Artists and signed with Polydor Records and recorded a song called St. Louis. Now, this flopped in the UK, but it did reach number 21 in Australia. Born and the Easybeats' partnered company in, in July 69. And Banda and Young actually took a, over a flat in Bayswater in London and they began actually producing their own demos, working mostly on their own. Nine of the, the demos were released by Polydor as an album under the Easybeats' name as Friends. In 1969, the band actually undertook a, a short European tour and accepted reluctantly an offer of a five-week Australian tour to help them out, a mounting debt crisis that they had. Obviously, I don't know whether they were being fleeced or whether they were just wasting their money. That's naturally say. Uh, probably a combination of a couple of things. Unfortunately, the tour didn't go all that well and the group actually went their separate ways in October 1969. Now, Bander and Young actually returned to the UK for three years and working to actually pay off these debts and they recorded under a, a number of names and then returned to Australia in 1973. Now, they reunited with Albert Productions and they wrote for and produced songs for groups such as Rose, Tattoo, Cheetah, The Angels and William Shakespeare. And some of the songs which they actually wrote and got recorded were Lovers in the Air and Yesterday's Heroes. Yeah, you you
0: probably yeah. do a whole show just about them. That's right. Yeah.
1: They were great successes, those songs. And interestingly enough, I didn't know this they produced ACDC's first six albums. Yeah which featured Young's two brothers, of course, Angus and Malcolm. Also, they had their own group name was called Flash and the Pan. Now, people might be familiar with them between 1976 and 1992. Flash and the Pan actually recorded several singles which charted in Australia and Europe.
0: Yep, yeah. down amongst the dead men.
1: Ah, uh, right, well, you probably know them a lot better than well, I that do. That was don't.
0: one of the tracks, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, but they did have a fairly successful time. Yes. Now just getting back to, to the other members of the group and what happened with them, well, of course Stevie Wright was in Jesus Christ Superstar in 1972-3, a uh, very long and complicated story and I've fairly shortened this just to say that in later years debilitating drug and alcoholic problems and it actually culminated in his passing on the 26th of December 2015. Yeah. It's a fair story. There's been a, uh, a couple of books written about it. You something could have
0: done like one just on Stevie Wright with the Evie and Black Eyed Bruiser. It, was, it had some great solo hits.
1: Stevie was a very long song if I remember right. It was about nine minutes or something. Uh, it
0: was there, 11. Right? It was in three 11. parts. Uh, Normally radio stations wouldn't play the whole three together.
1: Nah. By Miss American Pie, Jay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it was <laughs> three different parts. It was like a rock sort of ballad part and sure. other part. That's correct. It's a great song.
1: Yeah. Well, a book about his trials and tribulations was more than one book, actually. There's one particular book written by a fellow by the name of Mark. Some people critically applauded it and others thought it was fairly ordinary. But I think you need to check Wikipedia out for more info. And there's been a couple of books written about him anyway. I know a successful builder in Perth. And, well, according to Wikipedia, runs a rehearsal studio in a place called Jandicott in the WA. Whether that's still happening or not, I don't know. And Dick Diamond actually moved to New South Wales' north coast and retired from performing. And, of course, Kale the yeah. outstanding drummer, he passed away in 2014 of a brain tumour. And George Young passed on 22nd of October 2017. And I think his brother, one of the brothers, passed away not long after that, if my memory serves me correctly. Was it Angus that passed away, or was it Malcolm?
0: Uh, I have to look that up. I forget as well.
1: One of those brothers died not long after that, or not long before it anyway. Angus is
0: still alive. must be Malcolm.
1: Yeah, Malcolm passed. That's right. And I think it was a family of seven or eight, five or six boys at least, when they came out to Australia. Now, firmly in Scotland Australian pop, music, history and folklore. Oh, I might add, too, that they also were inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame in 2005, so that was also a significant achievement.
0: Yeah. I mean, as soon as that Hall of Fame started, they probably should have gone in, but anyway. Yeah,
1: quite right. <laughs> they were one of the better-known, if not the yeah. best-known Australian group that put us actually on the map. So The song choice is, look, you've got to put Friday on my mind. I know people know that song backwards. I think it needs to be put in, and I'll make that the first choice. Okay, Uh,
0: here it is, Friday on my mind, the classic. And of course, the Easy Beats Friday on my mind. Yeah, what can you say about that song? It's a great song, wasn't it? Voted uh, number one, Australia's Best Songs or something on some poll as well, or was that Yeah, it, it was either that or Eagle Rock, I think, or maybe the voice. It was those yeah, they were I probably think your I, top three.
1: I think you can make your own choice. A friend of mine has actually sent a list of the top hundred Australian songs that someone else has given him. He's contradicted that and put He's given him his hundred top one hundred hits. And another friend of mine's also put in his list too. I don't think they put them in any particular order, but Friday on my mind, of course, on all the lists. So yeah. Yeah, that's a fair reflection of how the song's viewed, I would say. Now, the other choices, then you could pick any one of those other half a dozen or eight that I got. I did select Sad and Lonely and Blues, my second choice. Women Make You Feel All Right, is my next choice. And Wedding Ring" is my last choice. But Josh, you're free to do as you wish with those.
0: Yeah, well, there's so many to choose from, but yeah, what can you say about the easy? reads they were pretty good
1: they were pretty good and if you're getting a bit concerned i'm doing too many famous ones i'll drop back and do one that might be fairly obscure next week we'll see
0: (laughs) okay but anyway thanks very much steve and look forward to talking to you next week
1: yeah have a good one Josh. good health good luck and good health to everybody and look forward to it thanks Josh. all
0: the best take care you've been listening to a one fm podcast